traders and investors. Thanks for joining me once again. This is Thoughts and Trading with Trade Doc. Segment's called Eye on the Market, where I go over a list of 32 ETFs where we can trade options in or trade stocks within those ETFs. Uh, today is Sunday, Easter, April 12th. 2020 it's about 4 30 p.m i figured i had like 20 minutes to take a look at this so i could go over it uh right away i got citibank is one that's coming out with earnings this week i believe that's tuesday so I'm looking for Citibank to put in its, you know, just simply trading technicals, nothing to do with the earnings. But my steep target would be the 40s. So besides that, 60s would be my upper range. But I'll probably put it on like a neutral trade between those ranges. And uh, I'd have to see the options to see what kind of strategy I'd have to, to put on this. Uh, right now I'm leaning towards like a, maybe a broken wind butterfly, short term, and maybe one uh, long term. So I'm going to use two time periods. It's all together a month out. Aside from that, we had some action in oil. Oil's kind of moving up and down. It all has to do with the meeting, whether it's going to happen or not. And we'll see how that goes. But right now, it's kind of putting on a, like a kind of like a bullish flag. So I mean, I don't know about having oil prices keep dropping because uh, the producers would just become more slim. Well, they're probably going to do something to stabilize the prices, but I think like the range. You know, probably see like the 40s at the most. You know, 42 I thought was fair value, but that was before the, it dropped high. So, like 42s, 43s, but right now it's at 23. So, we could probably see more of a bullish case for oil versus a bearish case. We'll see what happens. It might take a while for it to get to 40, that's for sure. Well, on oil, I haven't been trading, hasn't happened, just been out of it. So it got volatile in there. But, you know, besides that, I put some trades on, closed out in, uh, in uh, Brazil, EWZ, and I was tr trading the, I was just selling puts and selling calls covered calls in uh, BRZU, it's a triple leverage ETF for EWZ, so I was trading that a lot, uh, I had a short and uh, S I had a long in SQQQ, uh, I believe I still have, that's my only short position going into next week, so starting tomorrow, probably be closing it, but it's only like a week out just a hedge. Aside from that, I just seen some neutral action to the down or 
more to the downside. If we have a pop-up, then forget about it. Just going to be back to all-time highs pretty soon. But we got to see some consolidation. Uh, personally, I see a retest happening, a very steep retest. Probably like another like 20% down from the lows that, that happened back in... Uh, Back in like the middle of March. So, kind of like with the overall market, that's what I'm seeing. So, a lot of the dividend stocks, I'm up like a lot, like 60%. Stuff that I thought I was going to hold for like years have gone up 100%, 60%. So, that's got me a little bit concerned. Like, some things I added to the long term have gone up that high, and I haven't even received not one dividend yet. So, I don't know. I got to figure out what to do there. Uh, I do have some, I do sell calls against them, so I have that. But um, they're up, I'm not going to say too high, but they're up high in a short amount of time. So, that's a little bit concerning, kind of figuring like a, a desperation bounce. Now, it's got to, it's got to be able to hold that. You know what I mean? Like the desperation bounce, maybe a lot of people wanted to get in, but if it's able to hold, then yeah, the bottom was put in in March. Actually, let me just put on the Q's and the SPY. I'm going to look at the SPY just to say that I just don't want to say March. Yeah, it was like the, the 23rd of March is when the SPY put in. It's it's low, and we recovered pretty nicely from there. So that's a little bit concerning. And if it's that much of a recovery, it seems like it's going to be sustainable. But the thrust of it, I mean, if it's been if if it's going to be able to hold like the. Two sixty twos, the two sixties, two sixty ones. Be able to hold those areas, then definitely. It'll just get. It'll just turn bullish. But now it's just a little concerning. Uh, I would have rather seen it consolidate for a while. That way, you know, when the prices did go up. They'd be more solid, more believable. And now it's kind of trying to go back to retest the, the support area of 185. So it could be trying to re so it bounce, most likely the bounce will happen off of one, uh, the, the resistance will happen at 185, like the zone between 186.70. And one eighty four fourteen, so rounded to one eighty five. But between there, that probably be the zone that it kind of rejects. If it's gonna reject anything, that it'd be there because that was the prior support. So I won't be surprised if we see a steep rise at the beginning of the week. Um, Definitely to retest these 185 areas. 
But without further ado, let's just get into the chat. Starting with USO. USO was down seven and a quarter percent on Friday. We kind of talked about it a little bit. It's making like a like a bullish flag here. It could represent the USO prices of four twenty. Might have been like the bottom. It kind of have bounced around at those low areas. Kind of moved its point of control up last last week that just passed it moved its point of control up to another support area so if it could support like the 284 82s which is already bounced off of 282s then monday and the rest of the week could see some bullishness if not this could drift down back to retest the 420s next is xop was up uh a half a percent making a nice structure yeah it had a had a nice basin it's a nice basin pattern so i'm just going to be looking at the chart xop which is the oil explorers so i don't see a lot of tech, um, you know fundamentally happening with xop uh, maybe like consolidations mergers you know some small companies are running out of cash. Some big companies step in and start buying them. Uh, you know, things like that. It's things to look out for. But right now, it might be a little bit overbought. The momentum's definitely has changed from last from the last two weeks to the upside, and starting with oil explorers. So. Uh, we'll have to see how that goes, but the next range, if it's going to keep on moving up, would be 5085. Right now, it's trading at 4150. Next is OIH, and this is where I'd like to get long because I've lost so much, not a whole lot, but I've lost some cash in here. So, yeah, now I made a nice structure, be the like a double bottom. So, to go long, oil services is the one that I'd rather be with, especially in, at these low prices it's like half of the price what i was trading at before i was trading around like the tens the twelves around there tens twelves uh, it was between 1090 and 1320. so did make a card did catch a couple moves when it moved from uh from 1150 to 1350 and kind of consolidated there bought in on the retracement and got stopped out because it kept on going down so i hope it lost the support of uh 1092 and then it just went south from there so 1092 might be a good level to retest that especially it being right now it's at 492 so maybe the energy sector is a good swing trade so it's a recovery, but I think it's just going to be slow, like really slow, and not and and like the news is going to make it volatile. So as for a swing trade, like something for a, like a two three weeker, you know, I'd be spotting the eight seventies or seven fifties. I'd probably try to go for the seven fifties, you know, a few months out. Uh, that'd probably be the target. Right now it's trading at 492. Next is UNG natural gas was down three percent on Friday 
I mean Thursday because the markets are closed Friday. Kind of had a spike up from the 1350 lows to 1450, which is pretty. It's a pretty good move for natural gas, but it's been volatile like that anyways. So that was a 25% move from the lows to the highs. This week that just passed, so natural gas trend is trend is still down. So there you go. Next is the energy sector, uh, XLE, and definitely they created the, that double bottom back in um, March 18th, and then the second bottom was March 23rd. So pretty textbook double bottom. I'm a trailed out. Now it's drifting up. So XLE. So the energy sector might be a good long swing trade. It's definitely could come back and retest twenty sevens. And if oil doesn't get settled and things happen like that, then. Um, come back to we trust the uh, 22s but for the XLE to go from 22 to 80 to uh, 30 34 where it's trading now I mean from the lowest to the highs that's a 56% move so now I can understand why a couple of my um, my long terms have gone up that much because it's a 56% bounce uh, which, which definitely calls for a pullback, you know. And if it is just a pullback, then that's good. Because I mean, the trends would be hot, it would be to the long side. If it's a, like a retracement back down to 23, $23 and breaks below that, then there's going to be more downside. But right now, a pullback to 31 63 would be healthy right now it's trading at 30 to 34. next is xlu xlu was up two and i mean four and a half percent on thursday which is pretty significant from the lowest to the highs where it's at that's 40 percent for xlu so i don't know what's going to happen to all the cash maybe that's that's what went in. I mean, I think the bottom might be in the way things are looking like this. The bottom might have been in in uh, March 23rd. The structure is nice. It's just gonna, you know, if it starts losing value, it's gonna happen fast. And then it could happen fast. I mean, with the things that are happening, it's pretty crazy. Next is XLI. XLI is trading at 63.22. It was up one and a half percent on Friday. That's the industrial sector, and these sectors right here should be doing a lot better in in the future. So long trades. I mean, it's almost like you can buy everything because all the charts look the same. Next is XLB. XLB. Since I've been working, I haven't been trading, just doing like swing trades that from the phone and stuff. So I'm missing these moves, especially doing this, the analysis and stuff. 
It's been up for uh, 37% from the lows. I mean, this it looks like it needs to come back, like a pullback to end its, its prior support, which was 51.20. Right now it's trading at 51.42. And there's a... Uh, could eat if it breaks through the level of 56.60, then definitely just gonna keep on going bullish. But now we'll pull back to like 46 would be healthy, and it could just can just be a, a continuation to the long side. Next is XME. XME was up six and six and three quarters percent on Friday. Uh, on Thursday, that is. They've been up 30% from the lows. And I, and I like the mining sector because I thought it was undervalued before all this happened. And then stopped out of that those positions when they started dropping in... Uh, on When it lost support on March 6th. Got stopped out of those positions. So it saved me a lot, especially if I get long now. It saved me uh, about, about two points. But with options, it's a lot more. So I can see a turnaround. I mean, things are looking more bullish than bearish right now and that's because things moved so so fastly in the last in the last couple of weeks next is the mj sector mj is trading at 11.45 was up one and a quarter percent on friday on thursday that is i keep saying friday and it's looking again not the most bullish chart but it could be structurally and everything looks like it's recovered. Next is XBI. That's biotech sector. And things, I mean, if, if things could have just recovered. Biotech sector is up. So it's trading at 83.43. It was up almost 2% on Thursday. It's had a recovery of 35%. Things have recovered 35% from the bottom, as far as I can see. Next is XLB, XLV, and that's a healthcare sector. It was up half percent on Thursday, trading at 94.83. From the bottoms of 73.54, it's up about 28%. It's been an 28% recovery. These are kind of like the levels that it was trading for consolidation. Now if it trades normal, it should retrace back down to uh, the 89s and continue from there. Next is XRT. That's the retail sector. And it looks like they just pulled a double bottom. Maybe you can I look at the one this one sixty five minute chart. I don't know if that works. So 
but on the 165 minute chart definitely double bottom retested and then uh, is moving up so retail sector gotta really see what stocks are in there it looks like everything has recovered next is XLP that's consumer staples so they They're trading at 58.13, up 21% from the bottoms, the, the lows. So not a not a big recovery. So I think there's a little bit more left here. This is really bullish. So a retracement can come back down to like 55.87. Right now it's trading at 58.13. Next is XLY, that's consumer discretionary. And it looks like they're recovering as well. When you, if the economy opens up, I could just see all the stocks fly at high, like gap up, back up to all time highs. Like if it opened up like this week, but uh, it's not. So, I mean, it's, it might be like a good time to, I mean, I started picking when I see the PE ratios really low and the dividend yields really high, those are the ones I bought for dividends. But you know, to be up sixty percent, thirty percent, a hundred percent on those stocks that I was planning to hold for like ten years, well, that's the thing. It's like I don't know, but I'll figure out the answer. But that's kind of like what happened. If uh, you know, when I was, and I didn't, I'm still like not not completely invested like I had the cash I have, I've been trading the cash that usually I put in into the long term so so I'm not like invested as far as um, holding longs like I like I did in, in December I had like long term that I've had for a long time not a lot my long time would be uh, like two, like probably the most, the longest ones I held was like probably like three years. So I don't really, that the dividends tell me and the dividends and PE ratios tell me when to sell on those. That's, that's pretty much it. Uh, next is SMH. Um, they were up and they were down two and a quarter percent on Thursday. And that's technology semiconductors so i can see why this is going down uh, it might be stagnant for a while just because our uh, production is going to be stagnant you know development things like that are going to be stagnant i'm going to see more services more uh, uh, you know services are going to a lot of services are going to go away and new services are going to come up so that's the innovation part of uh, what new services comes out because of the new times that we're going to be living in. That's what I'd be more interested in um, versus the chip makers. You know, the chip makers, um, that that type of innovation is going to be more tended towards like the communications. So it's not going to be, uh, I don't think it's going to be anything else. And, uh, you know, my time is 5 o'clock, so I'm, I'm kind of curious. I know, like, the, the future is going to open at, in about an hour. 
so I'm just curious if it's gonna gap up from from there right now just because of the after hours action on Friday there is like a little bit of a gap up so if it keeps on uh, it's gonna be a little bit of a gap up when it it's gonna be opening up at the, at the highs of uh, the close that happened on Thursday and Thursday was kind of whipsawy so we put in like uh, on the daily it's, a, it's, a, it's just a simple doji on the daily so that's what uh, what kind of candlestick it put on so as far as candlesticks that's what I pay attention to and that means indecision so I could finish up and down but the action that happened on Friday and from the drop that happened around like between one o'clock and uh, and three o'clock, I might see some continuation. So we could see like a down day Monday, unless it opens up and we start getting buyers in there. Uh, let's keep going. Next we have IYR. This real estate real estate sector was up five and a half percent on Thursday. Really strong comeback. That's why I like the REITs that I got. Those are like the the, the dividend stocks that went up a hundred percent were REITs. That was that's another reason that I surprised. I got REITs and some energy um, ETF dividend paying ETFs. So they're up forty two percent. IYR is up 42% from the lows. That's pretty significant. To have, to give all that back is going to be kind of hard. You know, it's going to be a very slow trickle down, like a meltdown. Next is the financials. XLF. And they're getting held up from the cash. So, uh, prices have been stabilized. T, next is TLT trading at 165 had that retracement now it's kind of consolidating there I st still see some more upside to uh, the 180s you know it's trading at 165 next is GLD that's gold up two and a half two over two and a half percent on on Friday on Thursday they're back up to almost all uh, their highs that they've had put in on uh, on March 9th. They put in the high for GLD is 160.2. Right now it's trading at 158.69. So this kind of action tells me that people are still worried, uh, trying to hold on to uh, value, hold value, hold wealth, maintain it. Probably lost a lot on that drop, so bought up the gold. So here we are on gold. So you know, it's easy. You know, it's 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 testing these tops again. So a breakthrough of the top will make that a new a new support. So gotta say it's bullish unless it's, it breaks below one fifty again. 
Next is GDX. GDX was up 10.5% on Thursday. They were up a lot. So up 70, almost 80% from the lows. So that's that's nice. Especially for GDX. Um, me, I like trading GDX to the short side. So I'll be looking for a position there, but not just been busy, so not really trading like I used to just doing the swing trades next is the spy we talked about the spy for a little bit it's breaking the prior resistance a support of 176.06 right now is at 178.20 the next the next resistance would be like 185 so like we talked about if it can get above that and hold that that's that kind of was an important line so you know gotta go bullish if uh if it breaks above that so it starts bouncing off of that level and coming back down then it'll just be a continuation of the bear market next is qqq and the way things are looking i believe there might be a bear, there will be a bear market for a while so qqq had traded this on uh thursday and friday those positions were good and then we had a move up Monday and Tuesday kind of consolidated for the rest of the week. So got resistance at six at two oh six. Anyways, that's all. That's all for this week. I'll see you next week. Good luck trading. Peace.